This is a quest for the truth, featuring Kevin Watts. Good day, everyone. Here are the five things that I believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and was seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, for which he shall come to come back to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Amen. I believe that ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. I believe that the key, the linchpin, if you will, to a just and orderly society is the family unit. I believe in order to move ahead economically, you must be in a capitalist system coupled with political freedom. I also believe America is the greatest country in the world. And having said that, I will move on to my topic today. I had something else in mind, but something happened this week that uh, really stirred me up. And so I must comment on it. Uh, there was a memo, a Supreme Court document memo that was leaked by someone working in the Supreme Court. Uh, this document was a legal opinion that was being that was in the process of being shaped by Justice Samuel Alito regarding Roe v. Wade and why it should be struck down. Now you may say, why is this important that someone be leaked this memo? First of all, this is unprecedented. This has never happened at the Supreme Court, not during our lifetime, not during this century, uh, that such a thing has happened. And it's disturbing because people should have the right the space to write down their thoughts and opinions without it being spread all over without their permission. This is similar to a copyright violation in that you're taking someone's words, part of someone's words, we don't know if it was actually, if that's the actual final product or not, just to create strife and to create angst among those who may feel one way or another about Roe v. Wade. And in case you're not, in case you're wondering, some people may not know what Roe v. Wade is. Roe v. Wade is the, is the Supreme Court decision that happened in 1973 that legalized abortion in the United States. Now, I happen to be pro-life. I'm 100% pro-life. I am anti-abortion under every circumstance except if the life of the mother is in jeopardy. Because I believe, as most scientists and researchers and doctors have come to believe, that life begins at conception. And if life begins at conception, you must protect that life under every circumstance that you can. 
I feel the person who did this deed uh, must be punished, must be found out and must be punished. Just to keep the sanctity of the court, the court is not supposed to be political. The court is supposed to rule on the merits of the law. We have three co-branches of government. We have the executive branch, which enforces the laws. We have the legislative branch, which creates the laws. And we have the Supreme, and we have the court system, the federal court system, up to the Supreme Court that interprets the law. Supreme Court is not there to uh, read to to fashion policy. It is only there to interpret the law, and the law of the land is the Constitution. Now let's go over this. Uh, travesty that is Roe v. Wade. Uh, Roe v. Wade was probably the worst Supreme Court decision since Plessy versus Ferguson in 1896. I, just on a legal basis, for what I've, everything that I've read about it, it seems like the justices at that time created a right where none existed under the Constitution this so-called right to privacy under the 14th Amendment. You read the 14th Amendment, the right to privacy doesn't exist when it comes to uh, destroying what is arguably a human life. It does not exist. I believe it's also in violation, it's actually in violation of the 14th Amendment because you are, you are, taking away that child's right to exist. It's also, I believe, is a violation of the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution. The Tenth Amendment says that all powers that the federal government does not possess belong to the states. On that basis alone, it, Roe v. Wade should have been overturned years ago. And I hear people on the other side say, well, if you overturn Roe v. Wade, you're eliminating abortion. Well, that's not true. You're only sending it back to the states. I don't see New York State getting rid of their abortion laws anytime soon. I don't see California doing it either. In fact, many states in the country will, will encourage abortion by legalizing it. And that's it. that would be their prerogative under the new ruling. The states that are pro-life states they will enact laws that will restrict, if not totally eliminate, abortion, which is their prerogative. It's similar to the rules of engagement when it comes to having a driver's license to, or to obtain a driver's license. Every state has their rules set up a little bit differently, depending on what state you live in. Some states have admissions requirements, like New York, California, and New Jersey. Other states, like Arizona and Florida, do not have admissions requirements on their vehicles. So, so those who say that, that's, that, that if the Supreme Court decides a rule that Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional, they're not, they're not considering the fact that Abortion will still exist in many parts of the United States. 
And you want to live in, you want to live in a state that is pro-choice, as they refer to themselves to, you can move to that state. You're free to move to that state. That's the beauty of America. You can live where you want to live within the boundaries of the 40, of the 50 states. Another misnomer about this debate says that if, if this bill is passed, it's going to lead to other bills. To, uh, this, if this ruling is enacted by the Supreme Court, that other issues pertaining to uh, privacy and rights will be affected, such as contraception. It's not true. It has nothing to do with contraception. I don't think, I think 99% of the public is not interested in whether or not you take contraceptives. And neither is the court. Uh, another misnomer is that this is going to lead to other restrictions on our rights including interracial marriage. I heard one congressman said that. I mean, that's ridiculous. In fact, a Gallup poll recently showed that 94% of the American public support interracial marriage. So where is he getting this from? This has all been contrived by the left because Democrats feel like they're going to get clobbered in the elections. So they're ginning this up to try to draw out their base to vote. This is what this is all about. Another uh, another untruth that we must uncover, because after all, this is a quest for the truth, is that if the Supreme Court decides that Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional, it will get rid of precedents that have been set beforehand. Well, we did that already. Plessy versus Ferguson, Plessy versus Ferguson in 1896. Uh, recognized segregation of the races in the United States as legal. They had a doctrine called separate but legal. Separate but equal. Excuse me, I said legal. Separate but equal. Unlike, that was overturned in 1954 with the Brown versus Board of Education Topeka decision which said that separate was inherently unequal. And that began the integration of our schools in this country. So there is precedent for overturning a decision that was heretofore went the other way. So all these, all of these uh, side issues are to take away from the what is really germane here. And what they're saying, what the Supreme Court would be saying was simply that Roe v. Wade was bad constitutional law. No one's getting rid of abortion completely. It's just allowing the people to decide. Now they say, everybody says that the majority of people support abortion. Well, the majority of people support abortion and all it's saying is give the power back to the people, the state legislatures and the governors of each state to decide if it's if it's so popular abortion, then you have no problem. You have abortion everywhere. But alas, that's not necessarily the case. As we see in these states that have codified that are trying to get abortion 
to be illegal in these states. So my point is that we have to say the facts about these things. The way you make an intelligent decision is to have all the knowledge, all the facts about a particular issue, and then make a judgment call on it based on those facts. And the left refuses to do that. And it's been issue after issue after issue that they tend to do that. Elon Musk buys Twitter, and all of a sudden, the world's going to pot. I mean, come on. The man bought a company. You, you think uh, I, I, are there others who have bought media companies who are billionaires? Guess who owns the Washington Post? Another billionaire. But because the Washington Post is a liberal, tends to, tends to be on the liberal side of things, it's okay. It's all right. Well, on the other hand, when an individual purchases Twitter because he wants to he wants free speech to be allowed, all of a sudden there's something wrong with it. I mean the hypocrisy is glaring here. And it's the same thing, it's the same issue, the same thing with this issue with the Supreme Court. Now you have to understand, every Republican since Ronald Reagan has been pro-life and has promised to put pro-life justices on the Supreme Court. It stands to reason that you put pro-life justices on the Supreme Court that eventually they're going to get rid of Roe v. Wade. It's just it's a simple course of things. You, if you, unless, you, unless you're going to completely lie about what you did, which a couple of those justices did, they were very vague that were appointed by Republicans. I remember Justice Souter was very vague about the abortion issue. Turned out to be pro-choice. Turned out to want to uphold Roe v. Wade. There are others who've done the same thing. Then there are others, such as Clarence Thomas and uh, others, who believed in the sanctity of life and decided that other, and went the other way and have always stood on that wrong. We need to have a Supreme Court that is apolitical, that just rules on the law, what the Constitution says at that moment. Now, if you want to create a constitutional amendment to, uh, to either ban abortion or a constitutional amendment to uh, to have abortion, go right ahead, try it. But don't don't take the law because you don't like a law and try to uh, make it into something that it's not. That's not a quest for the truth. That's just that's just using your wanting to force your own political agenda on everybody else. And from my mind, going back to Elon Musk, he's not even a conservative, I don't think. I, I, he has become more conservative as time has gone on because the left has pushed him that way with their ridiculousness on certain issues. But I wouldn't count him as a, as a fire-breathing right-winger, at least not now. 
but they're pushing him in that direction by doing the things that they're doing, saying the things that they're saying about him. And so we have to be careful that when we examine things, that we examine them factually. Another misnomer that the left wants to put out is that abortion is that women would have to have abortion even if they're raped or if it's through, um, uh, through rape or, or incest, which is another form of rape in my mind. But those individuals won't be able to have abortions. First of all, less than 1% of abortions are because of those nefarious activities that went on to create the child. Second of all, I know of individuals, I know individuals personally who were created through uh, child molestation and that sort of thing. And do their lives, are their lives deserving to be snuffed out because some, some animal did that to the mother of that child? I don't think so. I think the only reason for a woman to have an abortion is if her life is truly in jeopardy. Because then it's a matter of self-defense. And many women that I know that had their children at great risk to them physically, but decided to have that child because they loved that child that much. And you have to realize is that what one has to realize is that that's a human life there. I've had, I know of people who had children under great stress, mental, physical, emotional, and those children turned out to be wonderful people. Do we deny them? Should we have denied them that right to exist? I don't think so. And, and I'm sure some people say, well, he's a man. What does he know about this? Well, you know, I had, with my previous wife, I had about four miscarriages. I've had uh, a kid that passed away after three months from a, a genetic disorder. So I, I get a little bit of it, and I just feel that every child deserves to live. And I know I, I feel very emotional about this because I went through those experiences, and they weren't fun experiences, but it taught me that life is important. Human life is important. You know, I'm not even going to go through the spiritual aspect of it. Uh, because there are scriptures, people who believe in the Bible, there are scriptures both in the Old Testament and the New Testament that prove that the child that's in the woman's bosom is God considers their human life. I can, I can attach scriptures to it. But my main thrust here is, right now, is the legality of it and what the left is trying to do here. I mean, they don't even want, they're the left right now. If you look at our president, 
there was a time where he was very squeamish about abortion. I mean, he wanted to see some some restrictions on abortion. Now, of course, because he's been pushed by the left so far by the left, abortion is fine. Up any for any reason at any point, and most Americans are not there. They're not there on it. I predict that this is going to backfire on the left because they don't understand that 80% of the people don't want abortion in the trimester. They want abortion. I even heard of a politician that suggested that once the baby is born, the parents should still have the option of aborting it, aborting that human being. That cannot be. This is stuff that the Nazis did, that the Chicoms do. They don't do that here. This is the United States of America. We value life here. We treasure life. That's why many people don't believe in the death penalty. Even there's a segment of conservatives that don't believe in the death penalty because they treasure life that much. And I'd love to see us get back to that. And... And I hope even if you don't agree with me, that you just think about what I'm saying here. It is important. And my name is Kevin Watts, and I'm on a quest for the truth. Have a great day.